Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Bianca and Drescue. The resistance of a great champion. Unthinkable at the beginning of the year, Chris Everett. Unthinkable. She was 152 in the world. <laughs> Bianca <laughs> takes out Serena on the weekend, and that, that is huge, Dev. Well, as they just said, she was ranked 152nd to start the year. As of this morning, she's ranked fifth in the world. <laughs> and this is after she missed two months. So before she won the Rogers Cup a couple weeks ago, she'd been out a couple months with an injury, came back at the Rogers Cup, and won everything. She was leading uh, Serena Williams 3-1 at the Rogers Cup when Serena retired uh, with the back injury. And then in on Saturday's match, she really dictated the entire play. Like yeah, she didn't, push e- the second she didn't eke out a win. No, she, she was dominant. She was dominant. She And then she fought off. Serena coming back from 5-1 in the second set to tie it up to 5-5. She eventually won 7-5. But the crowd got behind Serena at that point because why not? It's Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. And They're uh, she New persevered. York, yeah, it's, right? it's, it's her. Serena's American. Well, she's also like the greatest, you know, female tennis player of all time. Like, it's like lots of reasons for everyone to cheer for her. And uh, it was an amazing uh, event for Bianca Andreescu. I know you guys wanted Serena to win, so I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Not sorry. And obviously it was expected for Serena to fight back. She's done that so many times in the past that's why she is a true champion on and off the court but i just tried my best to block everything out i love bianca because she just she sounds like a 19 year old from mississauga <laughs> sorry <laughs> that mississauga accent <laughs> oh so sorry <laughs> what is going on uh, did you guys watch the match i watched the, the entire thing yeah what is going on with Bianca Andreescu's mother? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see her in the crowd? I She's do. She's fantastic. Oh, I saw it because Bianca tweeted about the tweets going around about her mom. Um, I'll have a tweet right here. Daughter wins first set of her biggest match of her life against the greatest of all time. And this is Bianca Andreescu's mom. She's just like sitting in the stands doing the lightest clap with no smile on her face. <laughs> Just the look of her, though. She's got the dark is like a a big mane of dark, dark hair and those giant black, like, Jackie O times a thousand sunglasses on. She looks, Bianca Andreescu's mother, looks like uh, when you're watching a news program and they're trying to protect the identity of a source. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd imagine if they interviewed her after uh, after the match, it would sound like this. <laughs> I'm so proud of what Bianca was able to do today. Like she's in the witness protection program. <laughs> yeah, we have we have modified her appearance and changed her voice. But like that hair, it really does look like you could take that hair off, and she'd have like a nice little short spiky cut <laughs> yeah. under there. <laughs> Maybe she's trying to lie low. Now, was this Devin Peacock, as some people were saying online, the greatest accomplishment in Canadian sports history? Yeah, I I hate this argument just because I feel in the end you have to argue against Bianca and you take away from what was a fantastic moment for Canadian sport and Canadian tennis. 
But people were making the argument, uh, Dave Hodge from TSN was making the argument yesterday, this is the greatest Canadian sports moment of all time. And I would argue it's not even the greatest Canadian sports moment of this year. <laughs> Since you hate the argument so much, let's have it on the air. <laughs> Tom, what do you think? I think if you look at it, it is. I know we've had a lot of great things. Canada winning gold in the Olympics and hockey and all that. But I don't think anybody thought we were going to have a Canadian tennis player win an Open championship. Especially one that's not Jeannie Bouchard. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, Jeannie, so Jeannie, I'm sure she... Uh, she uh, put on a smile over the weekend, but she's kind of must be a little like, ah, that could have been me. Well, even Milos Raonic, I mean, big things were thought for him as well, and he hasn't matched the hype either. Here's the thing, though, about this being the greatest moment ever. Doesn't Canada have to be involved? Like, don't, don't the fans have to be super rabid and into this in order to make it that mo- that great of a Canadian moment? Like, when the Raptors were winning, playing in the, in, the, in the finals, you could feel the energy, you could feel the buzz, and when they won, it was crazy, there was parties, and Drescu wins. Everybody's happy, but all I saw was tweets. Like there was nobody partying on the streets or well, wearing dress we shoes. Seen her parade yet? Well, wait one the, the parade in Mississauga is going to be epic. Yeah, but Taz also said the greatest achievement, not the greatest moment. Dev, what would you say? You said it's not even the, the 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 greatest this year. Would you say the Raptors winning the NBA final is greater than Andrescu winning the, the US Raptors Open? winning the NBA championship? To me, is the bigger achievement. I mean, one, it, the entire country's behind it. You did see like the Raptors uh, fans in the streets and everything. That to me, for this year, it's not taking away anything from Bianca, but the Raptors is number one this year. Thanks, man. Hi, FM ninety six. Hey, talking about Canadian uh, moments in sports. Yeah. I'd say it was probably when now uh, Billy Barilko disappeared. Yeah, and then he scored the last goal he scored, won the Leafs <laughs> the Cup. It almost seems like you, you just heard a song about that. <laughs> I just kind of came to me, you know. You know what I'm saying, eh? It's top of mind for some reason, eh? Yeah, for some reason. I just kind of took my hat off, my uh, permission <laughs> cap off, and kind of just thought about it. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I think we've had this discussion before, and someone tried to argue that Bill Barelko's yes scoring the goal, a greatest Canadian moment of all time. You vehemently disagree with that, a hundred percent. Because it's what about the Summit Series? Summit Series is on the list. The like, wouldn't blue- it be a hockey achievement? So there's the Summit Series. There's the Golden Goal by uh, Sidney Crosby. There's the Blue Jays winning uh, back-to-back World Series. There's that's got to be it. Donovan Bailey. I can even throw in Ben Johnson, Scott and Tessa in 2010 in Vancouver. Would you agree that Bianca winning the U.S. Open deserves to be in the discussion with all those other achievements? One hundred percent. A couple in uh, Pennsylvania woke up one day to find that the bank had accidentally deposited $120,000 into their account. Their balance was around 1000 bucks. They wake up one day, it's now $121,000. 36-year-old yeah. Robert Williams and his 35-year-old wife Tiffany are the ones who were at the uh, receiving end of this bank error. And they decided, instead of calling the bank and saying, hey, something went wrong, 
they would try to uh, spend it as fast as they could. <laughs> if it's not in the bank account, how could they track it? Brewster's Million style. So over the next few weeks, they bought an SUV, mm-hmm. two four-wheelers, <laughs> a camper, a car trailer. They paid off all their bills. Very responsible there of you them, go, right? Yeah. <laughs> they did some car repairs to their, their other vehicle. I mean, you have a new SUV, but... Uh, you're a multi-car home, so you got to make sure the other vehicle's running uh, nice and smoothly. They just started giving money away. <laughs> Gave about $15,000 to friends and family. That's pretty nice. Very generous of yeah. them. Uh, however, it's illegal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been arrested and charged with felony theft. <sighs> That's, it would be so tempting, though. Yeah. You know? Here's some of the, the news crews, the local news crews in Pennsylvania caught up with some of uh, Robert and Tiffany's neighbors. This is what they had to say. That is kind of shocking. I mean, with all the procedures the banks have set up and, you know, checking and double checking, and triple checking, there's no way anybody gets away with that stuff. I wouldn't do that and check in with the bank first before I did anything. I'm, I'm not that dumb, but I mean, yeah, some people do stupid things sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they must have just seen the new trailer roll in, the new SUV if they're All the neighbors, the neighbors right? yeah, yeah. What is going on over oh, there? They must have hit the lotto. <laughs> what what would you do, though? Could you take that money, 120 grand, and put it in some sort of like high-interest savings account and then it, it, like leave it in there for a year maybe and maybe you can get like six grand or something of uh, interest? I don't know. What could you do? Would with you it? call the bank right away, Jim, or would you sit on it? Would you wait? And if you were waiting, how long would you have to wait to feel comfortable that you had gotten away with it and you could start spending? Like five, five years. Five years? Ten yeah. years? Like if they don't notice after ten years, you think you're in the clear. Yeah. That's a decade. And and if you had it in your bank account for ten years, you'd probably I don't know how much interest you'd make, but you could if they said we need that money back, you could give the original pot back and then keep the interest for yourself. Or how about this? What? Live on the edge. Take her to the Chino, bud. <laughs> Take $120,000 to the casino, see if you can quadruple it. Imagine. Oh. Well, if you're going to spend the money anyways, why not take the chance of winning the money? Totally. Because they're going to come after you. You know it's going to happen. Ab- so absolutely. It's if, not like Monopoly where the bank error in your favor, you get to keep the 50 bucks. If the, uh, instead of spending an SUV, which obviously they're going to take away from you, take it to the casino. Oh, man. <laughs> this is not sound financial advice. <laughs> but again, this is a hypothetical, and it would be very tempting to try and, and make money while you had that money because you need money to make money, yeah. baby. I, I Maybe if you hit it. Imagine, though, if you did put it all down at the casino and you lost oh. it all, and then you had to leave. Oh, and then they called. Imagine how terrible you'd feel if you lost some money, but then on top of that, when the bank called you and said, uh, hey, we need that money back, that wouldn't. you're right. That wouldn't be a good situation. You're going to have to call Caesars Windsor. <laughs> Donnie is on the phone. You had something similar happen to you, Donnie. Yeah, 10 years ago, I got 26000 put into my bank account. Oh, my Lord. How long did it take them to find out? Three weeks. And you didn't spend any of it? No, didn't touch it, and they took it right back. (laughs) What was your plan? How long were you going to wait before you started spending? Uh, Probably that next month. (laughs) (laughs) You'd have to wait till like, the the year financial, the fiscal year was over, right? Because then if they don't figure it out, then they probably won't. I think it was done online. 
or something like that. I don't know. What was your first initial reaction when you saw that your uh, your balance had increased by twenty six grand? Uh, I called the bank like four times, and then I got the girlfriend to call too. Ah, uh, you shouldn't have said anything. No. <laughs> But I guess you should have because you don't want to end up in jail, right? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little bit nervous. I got overpaid by a former employer. Uh-huh. And this is like back when I was in my early 20s. I, I only got overpaid like three or four grand. But back then it was a ton of cash. And sure. I, I did spend it all because I didn't really realize that it had happened until like I had already spent a thousand bucks. So yeah. I was like, ah, oh, I might as well just keep spending it. And they, uh, their lawyers contacted me. I had to pay it all back. Oh, wow. Were they mad? No, it was their fault. They, yeah. they paid me. My paychecks were coming, and I was getting more money than they were supposed to pay me, so someone made a mistake. Mm. But I consulted a lawyer. I'm like, do I have to give this back? And the, the lawyer's like, yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, great. There's another $1,000 I spent on this lawyer. <laughs> Well, uh, you're an honest man there. I hope that uh, karma came back and repaid you at least the value of that $26,000 in some way, Donnie. Not yet. Still waiting. (laughs) Zellers has closed its two remaining stores. Wow. I didn't know there was two left. Not in London, Ontario. They're long gone, but a couple Zellers locations left. One in Ottawa, the other in Toronto. And both will be closing. I was a uh, Sherwood Forest Mall Zellers kind of guy growing up. Yeah. They have one in Stratford that I go to a lot. You're the Stratford Zellers? Yeah. Sherwood Forest, it's now uh, the Bernie's Bernie's Bar and Grill. And okay. The, the Good Life is where the old Zellers used to be. I'd play the arcade machine, go back, like uh, the, uh, the, the the diner. Did your your Zellers have a diner? I think so, but it was like called like uh, Restaurant Z or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we had a nice little lunch counter back there. <laughs> Good times. I miss it. What is uh, Zeddy going to do? Poor Zeddy. Poor Zeddy. I don't know. It's you tough know? work. Tough to find work out there as a stuffed bear. <laughs> you may see Zeddy in an intersection doing some panhandling later. <laughs> we'll work for Club Z points. <laughs> His brother, Dr. Barry Good, over at the Children's Hospital is doing just fine. <laughs> Don't you know your brother's a doctor? <laughs> Mother Bear was right. <laughs> you you should have gone into medicine, Zeddy. Oh, trust me, Mom. Department stores. People are always going to need to buy things. Oh, what? Are, are they just going to start delivering packages to people's houses when they want something? Come on, Mom. This department store thing's going to last forever. Zellers for life. Look at this tattoo. <laughs> Zellers for life. Uh, Club Z points. Remember Club Z points? Yeah. yeah. Can you still redeem them online? I don't know. I don't, my mom's probably got a thousand still left. If you've got any Club Z points, drive to Ottawa and Toronto immediately before they <laughs> uh, lock the doors of the two final Zellers. Zellers in operation for almost 90 years. Uh, first store opened in 1931. At its peak, had 350 stores across Canada with half a billion dollars in sales annually. End of an era. Fun while it lasted. We will miss you, Zellers. Last week in London, Ontario, scary incident involving a uh, person downtown London at about 9.30 in the morning as everyone was going to work and school. He was approaching people with a knife in his hand. 
Uh, people fe- felt very threatened. The police were called. London police showed up. And we all know now that a uh, police officer fired two shots at the suspect, missed with both shots. The bullets hit the Richmond Tavern, which is at the corner of King and Richmond, where the uh, incident took place. One of the bullets hit the side of the building. The other one went through a door uh, into a supply closet and hit a can of Mott's uh, Clamato juice, which exploded. Luckily, that wasn't someone's head. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. Uh, But uh, there was some security camera footage released of the, uh, the incident that we were watching on the air last week. Well, there's another angle now. Jim, you found this on the London, Ontario Reddit page. This is somebody who had their cell phone camera out street level yeah. when the guy with the knife started running at the police officer, right? Yeah, he must have been acting erratically and that this person with the camera was following him. But hearing the audio, the other the security camera footage, you couldn't hear any audio and it seemed this just seems really real and intense. Oh, there he falls. Wow. But you hear that start? He does like a primal, the the, 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 the suspect. The guy with the knife. Is that him screaming? Yeah. So he charges the officer. Well, he... <laughs> Well, screaming like that, that's terrifying. He he looks like he's walking away, like he's just going to keep walking away from the police officer. He turns, lets that yell out, mm-hmm. and, and starts charging right at the police officer who then fires his gun twice, misses. The, it looks like the suspect does a kneel from the Matrix and yeah, dodges he, the bullets. At one point, he ducks. I yeah. think he ducked under the bullet. I, I think he kneeled that. <laughs> That is crazy that he did not get hit, he's honestly. He's so close to the police officer, and the, the cop's trying to get away from the guy, so he's, he stumbles backwards, hits the curb, and falls over, and the guy just takes off. Holy cow. And it's funny because he doesn't even take off. I mean, none of it's really funny, but it's just odd because he takes off, and he's not running that fast. He's just kind of sauntering out of the frame. It's just such a weird video. Dodges it. Oh, cop falls. Now he's slowly yogging away. <laughs> Down a back alley. It looks like a movie out of like a, like a movie scene where he's like, that's the end of the, like they, they yell cut and he just stops running. That's what it seems like would happen. Mm-hmm. He obviously keeps on running. Well, do you think the cop watches this video and thinks, how did I miss that guy too? Yeah. I mean, I, you can understand it's somebody screaming at you, running at you would be, an, it's, it's a split second. And the guy ducked. And the guy ducked pretty good. <laughs> he ducked. The cop, I, I'm, I'm sure, because the suspect was apprehended. I'm sure the cop is glad he didn't kill a guy. Yeah. Uh, because that was the alternative. Uh, but it is, you're, you're that close and you missed twice. Yeah, the, that, the tripping is, is worse. You think the tripping's more embarrassing? Because you could have easily, your finger's on the trigger. You could have easily... Had a wayward shot. It's just people miss all the time, but rarely fall backwards and make it even more of a dangerous situation. I don't want to. I don't want to insult the cop because I would not even be able to get my gun out in that time. I would be dead for sure. At least he was ready for it. The other weird thing about the video is just the way everyone else is acting, as if nothing is going on around <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, people sauntering down King Street, window shopping. <laughs> The guy, when the cop falls on the median, there's a guy leaning on a rail right behind him. The guy like falls at his feet. <laughs> like do something. <laughs> Other people just looking out of there. there. Other people yeah. just looking over their shoulder, like, oh, oh, great. Now I'm gonna be late for work. <laughs> <laughs> Bullets whizzing past everyone's heads here. 
That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.